We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Back at it, Lucky Lefty Podcast. I know our boys in the building. Tap in with us on YouTube. Subscribe. Hit the thumbs up button. We appreciate it. Leave your comments, man. Leave your comments. We respond to all. Notification bell. Every time we go live, you'll know. Audio edibles each and every day on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Home of the Misguided Passion. Subscribe, download, help us out. And then on the weekend, Irish Breakdown is going to distribute on his feed the top four segments of the week. Lucky Lefty Podcast, man. You already know CFB Nation. We spin it different. Brand new offer at linebacker. Now, I will tell you this. The kid is a Georgia kid, love. He is 6'1", 225 already as a linebacker. 61225. There's some kids currently on the roster at Notre Dame that are 61220, bro. <laughs> Trying to gain weight. Antoine Delorier out of Gap Raven, Georgia. Left. This kid, his film is impressive. Remember, we talked about how important it is to make sure that people that actually produce your film are good. He had the right people helping him with his film. And this kid, once again, 77 tackles last year, three sacks, three interceptions, two first forced fumbles. Yo, he's a really good athlete. Constantly look at that. Constantly in the backfield is what you're going to see. 61225, Gap Raven, Georgia, Gap Raven High School instincts quick to the ball can get to the ball inside outside and he loves to deliver a broke blow when he gets to the ball carrier you have to love what you see from this young kid antoine delorier had a chance to talk to him last night he got his offer from max bullock who has been the primary recruiter on the road this week uh most people feel like that's because yeah the nfl is i can tell you now i heard from people that the chicago bears reached out to al gold for their defensive coordinator. That's a lazy hire. He right down the street. So. Well, you know. 
they were at the game. Well, they were at the game. You have to think about. They were at the game against USC to watch Caleb, and they saw they saw that performance, and were like, "Okay, we have to put this dude on our radar." And it's like you know, it makes sense, and it's good for Al Golden to have those options because the man really been putting in good work. It was a great hire from the start. And it's turned out to be really a really good foundation for Marcus Freeman. Hopefully, Marcus Freeman can build on that while he can. You know, this whole thing. Hopefully, he can build on it before it's too late. You know what I like? He's a sure tackler, left. This kid is a sure tackler. That's number one. And number two, good angles. Remember, we talked about Notre Dame linebackers taking the wrong angles, not scraping over the top properly, you know, coming down too far, giving up the backside and giving up the cutback runs. You know, you watch this young man, he's very sound, very sound. Runs about a four five nine right now. Probably he's gonna get faster. Yeah, you just love the 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 fact that he's got a motor, he doesn't have any fear, he's gonna run through the tackle, and his instincts looks pretty good. You know, he doesn't look as explosive. It's like one of those like guys that's just gonna get to the football. Not like a Jalen Smith, but more of like a methodical way he goes about it. I don't see like the pop, but I do see, like you said, a surefire tackle and a guy that's not hesitant. So the best things about him is that he's going to make the tackle. He's not hesitant. Uh, from a trait standpoint, does he like flash? Like, oh, shoot, he just, ooh, he electric. I wouldn't say he's electric, but I think he can work really well in the run game getting off blocks he looks like he has great technique i mean you really see a rip and run like you don't just see him just doing whatever he's very he knows his he knows his moves and you know that consistency is what you want and he's got the size so like you said a guy that's that's going to do his job be where the ball is supposed to be and have maximal effort this is a guy you can plug and play like you see on here special teams early work his way into the two three deep and then see most some, uh, some some tough run plays, you know, some run defense looks. I think that's where you start him out at. I wouldn't put him in space. Hell no, I'll keep him right in that middle. I wouldn't even let him guard no tight ends. If we got him in, sitting through the hole like a bat out of hell, and then if we got these running backs that pop in, that's where he comes in. Shut all that running back 100 yards of game stuff down. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. This young man is excited to get to Notre Dame. I spoke to him last night and he flat out said with an exclamation point, yo, no clear cut plans, but yo, we're talking about getting me on campus very soon. So he's excited to get to campus. And once again, Max Bullock has been out on the road, man, really connecting with the linebackers. And, you know, he has to be on the road. He has to be on the road. He has to, because the NFL right now, yeah, they're coming out the elbow. But I'm look, I'm going to do a, a, a solid for Notre Dame fans and the Notre Dame football program right now. Put Put the camera on me right now. Hold on, Lev. Just one second. Just quick PSA. Bear with me, Lev. Al Gold. Look here, man. You don't want no parts of the Chicago Bears, bro. <laughs> you, hear you hear me? I don't care what bag they give you. There is nothing at Hallis Hall that can compare oh, to what you already have at South Beach, in South Beach. Oh, man. Don't you make that mistake. They're liars. Oh, man. They're manipulators. <laughs> They're a bad organization. How do you go from Marcus Freeman and what you guys have established to that load of crap? Don't you do it. Your wife will be miserable. If your wife just wants to hit the magnificent mile, hey, you can just rent her a driving service and send her up every weekend. Don't you do it. You get more bang for your buck in Indiana. The crib is probably dope. The same money you're spending down in South Bend, you try to spend that up there by Hallis Hall and Lake Forest, man, you're going to end up with a nice condo, my brother. Don't you do that. Don't you do that. This has been a PSA from an honest Chicagoan and an honest Chicago Bears fan to Al Gold. Stay your tail in South Bend. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Oh man, Not there you go, Les. That's how you help. That's how you, Notre Dame fans, Notre Dame fans. I try. I'm, I'm, I'm. About the PSA. Hey man, I agree. I think you know you, the thing about Notre Dame is when you get in good, you get comfortable. And I think it is more of a trap. Maybe that the allure of that new stadium and new Arlington. Maybe it's the fact that. Not only do you have football at this new stadium, you got concerts, events. Mm. You can tour around. You can work out over there. Maybe he just want to be a part of the up and ups. You know, be a part of the Jetsons. 
not the Flintstones. Is there a place where he can see the future? At, I mean, hey, they get Caleb Williams. He's like, oh, wow, y'all got some pieces. Ryan Poole say, we're going to roll out a nice $50 million contract. You know, them schools ain't paying that money over there. I don't know, man. Our golden stock is rising, though, and that's one, because he's at Notre Dame, and two, he's doing a hell of a job. So that's it, man. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, the world is coming after, the NFL world is coming after Al Golden. Max Bullock is on the road doing a great job recruiting. New offer, Antoine Delorier, not ranked. Really good. Like, yeah, he hasn't been ranked by the recruiting services yet. There's a reason for that, left. That's Wait a, a reason. Relax, Wait relax. Wait I had to say this because if I had told you this up front, you would have been biased. Okay. This what do you young... mean? How are we offering dudes that, first of all, aren't left, right? left. What does that even mean? Left. Oh, my God. Relax, man. Relax. Sean, how do you find somebody that's not even ranked? All these people we got working in this office, we going to guys that ain't ranked? Can you can you let me finish? Oh, my goodness. LL <laughs> Nation, this is why I say certain information until after the film. Because I already know I, I had to get some analysis out of him. Because if I had told him certain aspects, the analysis would have been he wouldn't have he would have chosen not to participate, pretty much. This young man is from Canada. Canada. This is his first season oh, playing in the state. First season at, at a top-notch high school in the state of Georgia, Gap Raven. That's why he's not ranked. He hasn't had a chance to hit the circuit yet. He'll do that this summer. Hasn't had a and chance. And he'll get how his rank. I didn't ask him how old he was, love. Why? That's, see, this, these be the questions. Why, what is the interest in a first-year Canadian playing football? First year? Left. You, you, I, I think you're being a little bit disrespectful. No, it's not. No, it's not. You're being disrespectful to Canadian no, football. Not. So what am I being in Notre Dame? Fair? Reasonable? You're a former Notre Dame player, dude. So your your love and attachment is on a different level. So I, I don't I'm just saying I don't know where this this lies in the whole building this top class from. Because I'm sure a no-star can't even add to the average. It's not even adding to the cumulative recruiting score on the re or the rankings. Left, this is just left, a, this, left, this is left. an asterisk. He has nothing to add to the left. Has he committed to the University of Notre Dame? Has he even been on campus yet? Relax, even, man. Even if Relax. he doesn't raise or lower the ranking. Do you like Sean Civiliano? Do you like Sean Civiliano? This is, this do is you new. like, answer this the question. Is, do you like Sean Civiliano? Do you like Sean Civiliano as a player? <laughs> do you like Sean Civiliano? Yeah. Answer the question. Okay. Answer the question. Yes. <laughs> yes, we like. Okay. Uh, Civiliano, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you 
even if he committed today, because he's no stars, we wouldn't. I, I didn't say, first of all, that's not correct. I didn't say he was no stars. <laughs> I said they have not been able to rank him because uh, he just came over. You get your uh, ranking during the summer, over. during the spring and summer, dude. Oh, Jesus. Just came over. How did we get over there? That's the question. No, just he's playing high school. Don't, don't make Bro, he's playing high school, school in Georgia. What do you mean? How how are we getting over there? How are we getting first-year players is just crazy. Because usually, you know, as a top program, you're on the back end of some players that may are coming up in the rankings. At the, you at least let another couple schools offer first. We be discovering people like we archaeologists. We ain't got to dig that far, guys. You done found an unranked guy in Georgia that you ain't nobody's ever heard of. He ain't even ranked. We know him before the recruiting services. Why? I mean, I guess it's hard to get good players, but my goodness, man. If dude, Kirby don't know about the dude that he in Georgia. You're sounding, you're sounding prejudiced. You're prejudiced against Connecticut. You're prejudiced against Canadian. No, that's players. not prejudice. If Kirby is if he in Kirby backyard. The king of defense. Mm -hmm. And Kirby ain't even been to his school. What are we talking about? Who said Kirby hasn't been to his school? <laughs> I ain't heard it. Have you heard it? I just said, who said? I mean, my, he has he has offers from Notre Dame, Oklahoma, Texas A&M, Tennessee, Florida State, Missouri, Miami, Auburn, Ole Miss. I mean... It's not like Notre Dame was his first offer, but his first big time offer. I said, you can sit here and say all you want to. Ah, everybody else is down there like, oh, dude can play. So. See, that's why I saved all that information for after the film, because I already knew. The field told me that's why I said something's off about the kid. He don't you look. Didn't see, no, you didn't say anything I was said, off. He don't give him. off no real. You said he didn't pop. And you know why? Because he ain't American. It what makes in the sense. Left. It what makes is sense. What is going on? That's why I knew it was okay. I'm like, I'm like, okay. He don't play like a football player. He play like a, a rugby player. That's why the, it don't it don't translate. At, you know how oh, you see so, so Chase Claypool was trash. No, no, no. Chase, we we taught Chase how to play football. Okay, so this young man can't be taught how to play football. I'm only speaking on the film. I'm only speaking on the film. On the film, it didn't look like a high school kid. That I'm like, okay, yeah, he. Done. It looked like out of the ordinary. He was good. Yeah, I said he made time. He's a sure tackler. He's not hesitant. That's very true. But he didn't move like a like a linebacker that grew up playing football. You know what I mean? Sometimes, you know, when you So you I'm gonna get you a nice black and orange hat. Yes, we're gonna get this is a t-shirt and a hat. It's gonna be rap. R-A-P. Recruit American players. That is that's left. Recruit American <laughs> players. That's coming to the merch store soon. It's, yes, that's gonna be the rap hat, trucker hat with the rap t-shirt. It's Love. okay. Like I'll give an example. Like when Chase came and played his first couple practices, right? Yeah, man. Okay. So when Chase came off the ball to block, right? His version of blocking wasn't 
blocking like you would see in everyday football. You could tell it was like, oh, he, 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 he got to, you know, it's different for him. So we got to just, mo- it was raw. It's like, you ever see a dude try something for the first time and he may be good, but you like, like those dudes that be super strong in the gym. He'd be like, how much can you lift, bro? He'd be like, I don't even know. Then he put 315 on it. He just starts repping it like five times. And everybody's like, wow, I didn't even know you can lift. He said, I didn't know either. Right? It's like Chase. Chase went out there, blocked the dude, but like, what in a regular block? It was like, dude did a sumo plex, <laughs> took the t- threw him out the club, like, <laughs> almost had to press charges. Right? And we like, Chase, that's not, that's not blocking. That's, that's all. <laughs> so, but it's the, Man, I don't know if y'all know what I mean. I don't know if y'all know what I mean. It didn't look. All I'm saying is, his. It looked like it was his. He hasn't been playing for a long time. He hasn't. That's all I'm saying. It looks like it. It just looks like he hasn't been playing for a long time. I'm not saying that he's not good. I'm not saying that he can't tackle. But for Notre Dame to recruit guys at this stage of the program who has barely played enough football to even know the potential. Let me ask you a question. I just don't know. If this, if Mike Mickens had given them an offer, what would you say? The same thing. Because Mike, first no, of all, Mike Mickens would never. No, you wouldn't. Mike no, Mickens you wouldn't. Would no, you wouldn't. Stop. Stop. Mike Mickens when, you first saw, when, you, when you first saw Carson Hobbs film, when Carson Hobbs first as a three star, you looked at his film. You were like, Mike uh-uh. would never and ever." Now you're like, "I can't wait to see Carson Hobbs." A Canadian play. corner, Mike Mickens would never ever. You can't say him. that. You can't say that. If one is good enough, he would. He wouldn't go up there. No, don't make just because just because you have prejudices. I'm dude. saying, don't make I'm Mike not, Mickens sound like he it's has not a prejudice. prejudice. It's not a prejudice. It's I didn't saying, say. I said Mike it is, is not it is prejudice. corner. It is prejudice to Canada. say we shouldn't, we shouldn't recruit Canadian players. No, no, no. We sh- I'm not saying we shouldn't recruit. I'm saying for a kid that have very limited football experience, mm-hmm. it's surprising to see Notre Dame recruit kids who have barely scratched the surface. Only because why do we need to do that? I'm not saying that he's not a good recruit. I'm not saying that we can't go to Canada. I'm just saying, how do we get up there that fast? That's all. I would think that we taking guys, you know, when you vet the process, when you even getting hired for a job, you're not going to take a guy that just started the job six months ago. Is Notre Dame alone? It's not about other Wait, wait, No, 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 because this is about evaluation, right? Yes. Is Notre Dame the only big-time program that's offered to kids? It's not okay, but it's not okay. about. I can see, I can see if the, I can see if the man had offers from Florida A and M, Howard. Uh, we get those guys then, too. No, and then all of us, and then all of a sudden, here comes Notre Dame with an offer. Okay, no, we, do cool. that. we do that. We do that. Not no, not anymore. Not that hasn't happened in a long time. It Stop. hasn't happened, but we do do that. We'll, we'll pull one of them. The Ben Minich, the Ben Minich safety. That's he was the. No, 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 no. Like Ben Minich. They were recruiting. 
his they were there at games recruiting his teammate who went to Ohio right. State, went to Ohio Ohio State. Star, yes. and he was making more plays than him. And that's how Ben Menace got on the radar. Ben Menace, didn't have that, ben Menace had some of the same offers we talked about before he got that note. Okay, day. but see, that's that's apples and oranges. That's them actively recruiting a five-star. They weren't there for him. Right. I'm saying we we but give, he made so many plays. He made so many plays that you couldn't yeah. avoid the fact that he was a good player. Yeah, that's I mean that's relative because if that was the case, he would have the offers of the Canadian linebacker. He didn't have the big offers like the Canadian linebacker. That's he totally had back schools. That's he totally had totally different. That's totally it's different. I'm just saying he, totally we, we we fell into his. We fell this into dude, his. for some reason. This dude is standing out in Georgia to SEC schools, and you're mad that Notre Dame followed the rest of the SEC. No, I'm mad. Notre Dame is taking guys with limited experience in playing football. Why what are we taking professional football players? Experience me. How did that turn out for Chase Claypool at Notre Dame? Yeah, Chase played okay. Wait, man. Chase played football before. You saying this dude's first year in American football? I think it was his first year playing in the state. He played in Canada before he came. Dude, you just got too many biases against. How is it a bias? It's the letter C. It's, it's the letter okay. C. Let's do some projection. What do Project. you think his contribution will look like in his first two years? Do you think he's going to be a starter? Do you think he's going to play over the guys that we have right now? Because that's what it's about. Is he, is he going to play over Drake Bowen and Jay Nalsberry? Do you see that projection? Because that's what I'm basing it off of. Is he better than the guys we got, guys got coming in or guys that are already there? I don't think so. Let me ask you a question. First-year football player is going to overcome a Jay Nalsberry. What you, you have a problem with him being the floor at Notre Dame and linebacker. If that's the worst linebacker you got in the room, do you have a problem with that? Well, we have answer, just answer the question. If that's the worst linebacker you have in the linebacker room, do you have a problem with that? If you're not playing, yeah, I got a problem with it. Oh, not, that's special not, teams. That's special not, teams in every pushing, other place. But you, but you agree. If you're not pushing somebody out, if you're just there because you are from Canada at that point, what are you there for? If you're not there, now, wait a minute. What do you think? Wait a minute. Let's be honest. Going. What are we there for? Let's be honest. Before they got the opportunity, due to poor recruiting, like Boateng, I think Boateng. That's that, stay with me, left, because I'm about to say something that most people. Let's be real. Okay. Because of lack of recruiting at the end of Brian Kelly's tenure at the position. J.D. Bertrand and Jack Kaiser got the opportunity to play. In a normal Notre Dame recruiting cycle, Jack Kaiser and J.D. Bertrand don't become the starters they become. Wait, what's a normal recruiting cycle? Marcus Freeman style is not, Marcus is not style. normal. That's not oh, normal. No, no, no. I'm talking about early Kelly. Early Kelly, the linebacker position. Early was. Kelly, the linebackers were good. Yes. Because Diaco was there. I mean, linebacker's never not been good. Absolutely. Tackle was there. You know, it was different. So if they, in their young careers, if they were involved in the normal Brian Kelly early linebacker cycle or Marcus Freeman linebacker cycle, Jack Kaiser and J.D. Bertrand would have been the floor in the linebacker room. You know what that means, Left Special teams, leadership. That's important. That's Just because you're the floor don't make you a leader, though, either. That's... Dude, 
Just because you're a five-star don't make you a leader either. No, I agree. I'm just saying, like, we can't just throw attributes to players because they're not playing to suggest that they have value in other places. You can just not be what everybody else is in the room, and that's fine. I think that J.D. Bertrand and Jack Kaiser wouldn't be recruited with the linebackers today. Probably not. That's a, that's a fair assessment. Probably not, right? Because, first of all, they were small. The one thing about this kid I would say that attracts him so probably attract attracts him to top programs is that dude from a size standpoint can yeah, play the size, right the now. Size, yeah, the size. Yeah, I, that's what I said. The size, he got it. He got that Jaden Osbury 230 coming in, something like that. But when we compare recruitment films and we look at Owusu's brother, not because it's the five-star, but because of the impact he's making on the field. That's a trait. The other kid is like the he's got the he's got what you want, but it's like a hollow sh- Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, you look at the stat sheet, throw four hundred yards. But four hundred yards. Oh, okay, wait a minute. If he if he is going, if I get Dak Prescott from this kid, I'm cool with that. If he ends up in Notre Dame and he gives me a Dak Prescott performance in Notre Dame at the linebacker position, it's not good enough. I'm, I didn't. I said I'm cool with that. Oh, okay. Because I don't know if he. That doesn't mean he's going to be starting. You got Drake, you got KVA. That's what I'm saying. We got KVA, we got, yeah, we got Okay, dude. fine. Everybody can't be a five-star in the linebacker room, bro. This ain't they, Alabama, unfortunately. Who's not? Who's not a five-star right now in that linebacker room? Jack Kaiser. That's an old regime. Man. We talk about no, 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 no. He's, he's there now. He's coming back. He's not a five-star. You Marcus asked me a question. I just Jack answered the question. There, though. You asked me a question. Yeah, okay. Dude. We know that Drake Bowen's not a five star in that room. If it was Marcus, Drake Bowen's not a five star. Drake Bowen ended, he got downgraded. He was supposed to be a five star. Jay Nosberry's not a five star. Jay Nosberry plays like a five star. He should have been. And you ask me who are five stars? They're all Preston Zinter is a very solid linebacker, very good linebacker. He's not a five star, he's right along the same lines of this kid. From a talent standpoint, that's it, love. That's it. I'm just trying to get you to open your eyes, man. I don't know why your heart is so hard towards the sea, the sea, Connecticut and Canada, bro. You just, man. Talking objectively, first year football players, man. Come on. That's his first year in the States. He's been playing football his entire life, man. What? Why did that that keeps going over your head? He's no different than Sean Civiliano. He came to Florida to play in the States after playing in Canada. What's the difference? You like Sean Civiliano? I like what Sean Civiliano is talking about. <laughs> Me and you both like what Sean Civiliano is talking about. Yeah, he could be a good, you know, but the attitude, we like that. That's what we like about Civiliano. Hey, Notre Dame has a great international academic program, and now they got a great international athletic program. That's all, love. I guarantee you, you wouldn't have a problem. Wait, 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 wait. I guarantee you, you wouldn't have a problem with Shrews or in the end. That's what I was about to say. We brought a Luka Doncic in basketball. Hell yeah. <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> I'm like, shooting get us Luka. Oh, hell yeah. I'm with that. Oh, yeah. We're going to be on top. I'm all See? over. So it's just football. 
See, I knew it is just football. It is just, just football. football. If we got a Luca, oh, I'll be at every game. I'll be at every game. That's crazy. Shrews can do it, man. Believe in Shrews, man. I'm international <laughs> players. But they like say, but, uh, what, uh, Antoine Jameson said yesterday, they ain't got no fundamentals here. They don't know how to set no pick and rolls now. Hey. Fundamentals are important, and um, he has a year in the offseason to get better, faster. He already has the size. SEC programs are in on him. And I'm sure once he gets his ranking after the summer circuit, because he's going to eventually be ranked after the summer circuit, you'll probably see Kirby check in on him. I, I just don't understand the, the disrespect for, for Connecticut and Canada, girl. That's why, you know what? Now that's why you shade Chicago, because it starts with a C. I got it now. Oh, no. I got it now. I mean, you know, Chicago. The Connecticut just, it didn't make sense. That's all. It didn't make sense. The recruitment did not make sense. That's all. What doesn't make sense about Connecticut? They got the no, best piece. They got the best piece. They got the best piece in the world. Who we recruited from Connecticut didn't make sense for what the team needed, and it was an indictment on the guy that was bringing him in, not on him specifically. Drew Pine's a fine football player. This explains. Ed, this is this explains everything. Well, I learn more and more about my partner every day. Now I understand. Why you stick to the same restaurants, bro? What is you're you're not open to to new experiences, dude? What is what is why you're are we trying new experiences when we know what works? See, that doesn't see, make no sense. There it is. There it is. This, ladies and gentlemen, this it's is good. why he this is why he'll hit Wingstop and Chipotle three times a week. Talk. This to is you. this is why he's going to hit Starbucks Where every is day. The recipe for a Connecticut quarterback. Going to a top five program and winning a championship. When has that ever been the recipe? I mean, you give me a chance to go and research. I'll find some great Connecticut fact, players. I'm sure. I'm sure there are kids. I'm sure there are guys in the Hall of Fame, Pro Football Hall of Fame from Connecticut. I'm sure there are I guys from Connecticut. Not, not, not that played quarterback in Notre Dame. Why are you talking about quarterback? Who said that's what, about I was, quarterback? that's what I was referring to. Oh, the, you're you're Drew throwing shade at Drew Pine. Okay, I see what you're doing. Okay, I see what you're doing. Yeah, but Drew Pine was a four-star out of Connecticut, bro. Listen, the position in which we recruited out of Connecticut. I, I see what you quietly try to do there. You quietly try to, to do mm-hmm. with the state of Connecticut. In my opinion, I don't think the state of Connecticut holds a quarterback that can bring the talent to Notre Dame specifically. Mm-hmm. And win a championship. I haven't seen it. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So you're going to punish the other positions in Connecticut? The offensive the linemen in Connecticut? In Connecticut? No, we're not punishing that. It's just when we, as a recruitment staff, sat in there and we're delineating areas. Now you know, this Marcus Freeman, you know, Marcus Freeman recognized that and immediately got rid of that Connecticut quarterback. You do recognize that, right? I'm just saying, before we made the decision to get rid of it, we also made the decision to say, you know what? 
maybe New Hampshire, Massachusetts, all that stuff up there got us a championship quarterback. That decision and idea that floated in the room, that's, that's the, the old that's the old regime. That's not this regime, left. Why are you punishing this regime? this regime? It's not this regime. I'm just saying that's the problem I had with the Connecticut connection. To float the idea that the championship is going to come from Connecticut at the quarterback position, that I don't think that's the right mindset to carry when you're talking recruiting. Now, the new regime, we we said we're going for the straight top. We're going for the straight top, the the, the the ones you heard about. We're not looking to – to to. Uh, this is not America's Got Talent where we're trying mm-hmm. to discover the next big thing. We're not discovering nothing. We're going off of what we know we can win. And and if, if, if we get in the, the top five quarterbacks in the class every year, that's on point. A C.J. Carr on point. Deuce Knight on point makes sense. Kenny Minchie, I like it because he got the he got the go nas to go. I mean, name name me the Heisman All Pro quarterback from Mississippi. The talent is there. We said top five in the class. I just said, and what you always avoid the question. It's not avoiding the question. I don't have you the, said the name the quarterback. quarterback okay. in front of me. So so basically, Deuce is one of one from the state of Mississippi that Deuce can come to Notre five. Dame. He's Two one of one. Plus. Okay, name me the Mississippi and the quarterback top in his class in the country. If he wasn't top in his class in the country, he wouldn't be one of one. He'd be another guy in Mississippi. So my point is, don't stop acting like the state of Mississippi produces quarterbacks that can just come to Notre Dame and win every year. Based upon what you're talking about, I'm saying the top five quarterback in the class. Drew Pine wasn't the top five quarterback in the class. No, he was a Tommy type. We've talked about that. Well, I'm just comparing it. It's not about the state necessarily. It's about the talent coming from that state. The talent that Deuce Knight got is is what is the top in the country. We can take that. If Drew Pine was 6'5", 200 pounds. So, so basically what you're saying to the people in the state of Connecticut is that you're telling the state of Connecticut and their people that they're incapable of producing a top-notch, top-five quarterback. That's that's what you're telling them. You said who's incapable? You're, you're telling the state of Connecticut and the people that live there that they're incapable of producing a top-five talent at the quarterback position. No, I think we're incapable as a pro- at that time as a program to go to Connecticut and find what we were looking for that could really help us. And it was too niche of an experience to go up there and do that. That was a that was a specific thing we did. We didn't, it wasn't like a hot bed. It's not a hot, like when Urban Meyer recruits his skilled players, he's not going to New Hampshire. That's not a hot bed. What do you mean? He know where to go. So I'm saying, why did we not go to the hot bed? And if it's not the hot bed, you got the top five talent. Wasn't I mean, there a quarterback? After you decided to come to Notre Dame, wasn't there a quarterback that Urban Meyer eventually took that was ranked behind you? Wait, say that one more time. After you decided to come to Notre Dame and said no to Urban Meyer, didn't Urban Meyer then go to a quarterback that was ranked behind you? To As to say, what is that? As to say what? My point is you're talking about talent, right? Most people said he was a less talented quarterback than you. I'm talking about JT Barrett. 
okay, what what are, what are we what are we saying? Because you're talking about talent. Most people will look at JT Bear has talent. more talent than Drew Pine. My point is, most people will look at JT Bear and say, "Yo, he's not talented enough to win games at Ohio State." But he did. If you if you with Urban, shoot, man, you better you lucky, man. You got a good opportunity. Okay, to be in the right place at the right time in life. So Luckily. this kid was so so Antoine Delorier with Al Golden can't be a good player. Antoine Delorier, Al Golden. I mean. It's got to be a partnership there. I'm a point guard left, so I'm I'm sitting up here setting you up. I, maybe you don't see that I'm setting you up when I'm bring, asking these questions. I mean, that's what I do. I'm the podcast PG. That's what I do. I'm PPG. How's the bad argument? <laughs> I'm just saying. So JT Barrett, talent-wise, was a guy that most people are like, Yo, he can't win a big-time program because of his talent. You can look at this young guy and Al Golden and Max Bullock see something that they feel no, like see, yo. We can I, get saw, out of I saw it too. I said he's a sure tackler and he's got the size right now. That's all I said. I said the same thing that Al Golden probably saw, and probably what we need to add to the team: a sure tackler and a guy that's got the size that can play day one. We, we I agreed on that part. Okay, you did. You I agreed on you that. You did say that. You did say that. You did say you just didn't see the bow tank. His family's not gonna look like Nathaniel Wusu Botang, bro. It is okay. So if it if it don't look nothing like it, why is it so opposite? You know? Why were you expecting that? The dude has a French Canadian last name, dude. Who Boateng? did you expect that? No, Antoine Delorier. Did you actually expect his film to look like Nathaniel Wusu Botang? I expected Marcus Freeman to recruit top talent all the time. Who's to say he's not top talent if SEC schools are after him? All I'm saying is there's a difference between a Wusu's film and the other kids' film. There's a difference. Dude, dude I want you to look back and watch there's a this difference. show. As soon as I said first year playing in Georgia and Canadian, your entire face and analysis oh, totally changed on the kid. Because it totally just didn't make sense. It didn't make sense. Lucky Lefty Podcast. I tried to help him out today, fans. I tried to help him out. He has an issue with geographically with places that begin with the letter C. That's why he throws shade at Chicago. I get it now. But we had a great show today, man. Check me out. We're going to be on the recruiting hour. We're going to be talking about the wide receiver position, what it means, what Mike Brown has brought, what Mike Denbrock has brought. We're going to chop it up, talk about all of that. We got some GTB questions. If you have a GTB question, make sure you put it in the chat. Uh, this one is from NC Notre Dame fan, Sean and Malik. Do you think Don Staley can coach men's basketball? Absolutely. Uh, Don Staley, Tara Vanderveer. Uh, rest in peace, Pat Summit. Gino, Oriema. I think they all, Gino's been on the men's staff. You know, uh, I think a couple of times during camp. So I absolutely think she can coach men's basketball. Coaching basketball has nothing to do with gender, dude. If you can relate to the players, you can coach. Uh, coach Vic, Malik, what are the quarterback? What are the quarterback stats? Uh, 
I don't, Coach Vic might have been talking about the Canadian quarterback. He was talking about Drew Pine. That's what he, that's who he was talking about. Michael Parks, Malik. <laughs> that's I did my, I did, I had the con with the film before I said anything about the young man and gave some important facts. There was no way I was going to get the good analysis. Mark with glasses, what's the best board game to play? I got categories as the GOAT. Best board game to play. My, I'm a Monopoly guy. I've always been a Scrabble Monopoly guy. Scrabble and Monopoly. My mother, I grew up playing my mother in Scrabble. So that was all my, always my go-to. Um, what's the game with the, it, like the dice is in the middle and like this little bubble and you push it down. And, is that Trouble? Is that what's Trouble was cool. And Clue, as a shorty. I had fun playing Clue to figure out, you know, you know, it was this person in the library with the knife, you know. That was sorry. Cool yeah, I think it's called Sorry. Is it's it called is Sorry? It sorry or tro- it's one of the two because that's a game right there. You get to jump over your yeah. You got to go back home and then you got yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. See, I'm I'm an old soul when it comes to board games. Because I grew board up playing with old solo board games is where it's at, man. That's like but I played with adults. I didn't play with like other kids. Like I played my my aunt was the one that taught me backgammon. So I always oh, played against her. Game. Okay, that's I always played game. against her, I always played against my dad, right? I learned card games from, from my from older people, from yeah, uncles and uncles. Uh Monopoly. My but dad it was the the base consoles and stuff coming out. The, but that uh, was also family time as well, board games. That right, was like exactly. the Exactly. Yeah. Before the game consoles. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was like bonding time. So most of the time you were being taught by somebody older. Like I didn't sit up with my boys in high school like, yo, let's play Monopoly. Nah, it was usually somebody older that was teaching me the game showing me the game that I, I competed against. And that's what really made it fun, being able to beat somebody that was older. So it's where competition starts. Yeah. Yeah. Because I couldn't, man, I'm not, dude, I've gotten better, but I was not a good loser as a kid. Were you a good loser? Well, I was a good loser. I can't, I can't, I can't be no good loser because it just, it's, it's never because of me, though. It's the reaction of the winner. That's what okay. makes me not a good loser. It's the it's okay. the it's oh I don't want to play again. Oh uh you suck. Oh you know that whole thing. Yeah. It's not now, being a gracious loser. I mean you lose, you lose. It's the it's the you can't control how a winner wins. Hold on for a second. So this was this became Chinese marbles, about, Chinese checkers. No, no, no. This became my favorite board game. It was all star baseball. So I'll show it to you. It was a dope game. Everybody in my neighborhood was huge baseball fans. So we literally put together like wait, like uh, uh y'all all white Sox fans or just the baseball in general? Just baseball in general in general. So we put together um a league. Cause there was a lot of boys in my neighborhood, bro. We put together a league. And this game right here is called All-Star Baseball. 
it comes equipped and i'll show you you have this little thing you spin right and so you have a baseball card this is roger clemens for example right and like each number you spin and the number it lands on denotes whether or not you got a single a double a triple a home run a fly out a ground out dude this game took up our entire summer we kept stats we came together and voted on who made the all-star team dude this i i still have this is how much this game meant to me in my childhood bro yeah, yeah. i had i have three versions like of a, uh, legend yes we kept everybody was responsible for keeping their stats during the game you played nine in the game so this um, is before fantasy came out yes this is the first fantasy, first fantasy game back for baseball back in the 90s all-star baseball it's a collectible bro and like i said I, I lived in a neighborhood where like all the families had majority boys dude i think my my boy next door uh lj he had a sister and then this other guy he had a sister named kelly 90 percent of the people in my neighborhood were boys and for some reason that pocket we had very few girls dude so if we had like 10 people in the league five teams in each division we did an all-star game and then like i would get two innings if i was in first place in the division i got two innings in the all-star game second place got two innings and then the next people will get one inning to spend i'm telling you dude we had stats it was crazy i actually had three versions of the game to this day and i taught my nephews how to play three versions of the game yeah i have three three of these like what i showed you i have one of the older version and then they came out with a newer version like a collector's edition Man, hell yeah that's so dope and you still kept them around do you ever try to play yeah this is the hall of fame collector's edition oh this is like the uh what they would call upgrades like you get a 99 yeah. like this game, this game was huge yeah this is back in like the golden age of baseball when it was america's pastime like everybody was loving baseball this game right here literally took took over our neighborhood bro like we had seasons you still, like, can you still play heck yeah i play with, i play with my nephews i play with my nephews they create you can buy the updated cards because the player cards for this game they make them and you can buy them off ebay every year so you can bring they current update, players update the player cards yes yes you can use the current player cards for current players like a ronald Acuna. i can go to ebay and get his card right now and play it on this game this 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 is one of the greatest board games of all time dude. all time like this is my hall of fame edition as you can see this is like dave stewart uh dan plesak dave cone some of the players i haven't even taken out because this is for me this is like a collector's item you got vince coleman will clark andres galaraga gerald perry sean dunston barry larkin glenn davis vince coleman ozzy smith to name a few on the back side is Jose Canseco, Joe Carter, Mike Greenwell, Terry Steinbeck, Carlton Fisk, and Harold Baines. You know. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, that's hell the Hall of Fame. This is Greg Maddox right here. So this this is untouched. So uh, did y'all have my... did y'all have a draft? Yes. 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 And Hank Aaron and Babe Ruth went one and two in every draft. <laughs> that's just automatic. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, Hank Aaron, they had the biggest home runs. The home run was number one. They had the biggest home runs. And then um, 7 and 13 represented singles on the game. Usually Tony Gwynn ended up going like third or fourth in the draft because his singles were like, his singles and his double were like ridiculous, bro. Ridiculous. Let me see if I can like show you like, We'll get out of here. I'm sorry. And the board question kind of got me excited, dude. Let's see if I can find, like, a, oh, here's Matt. Here is, I'll do this right now. Here's Babe Ruth's card. And I'll compare it to somebody else. I got Babe Ruth and Harold Banks. Perfect. Oh, yeah. Babe Ruth, you got a lot of homers off of that. Yeah, triple now Trivial Pursuit was a really good game when it first came out as well. Oh yeah, that's like the first uh, Family Feud type game. Yeah, yeah. So check this out, left. This is Babe Ruth. This is his card. You see how big his one oh, that's is. That's how at big the top? a trading card look like. Yeah, you see how big his number one is at the top. Yeah, that's a huge space as you spin. Like I said, it's a pretty good chance you're gonna land. He also has a big seven for singles. It's wow. man, his, his 11, 11 is double, his doubles are pretty big. So, you know, that's that's him now. Harold Baines is a pretty good player, but you know, look at his one, his one is not as big. He mm. 10 is strikeout, they always put the strikeout right next to the home run. He has a pretty big 10. His double is okay, and his singles are okay. So nice. you actually have to scout the cards. You actually had to look at guys. We would lay them out. It would be like over 500 cards on the floor. Oh, you really, like, really got to know your stuff. You have to scout, like, yo, how big is his singles? You know, I need a leadoff hitter. Yeah, it was, dude, it was very intense, bro, very intense. And then we would make trades in the middle of the draft. It was like fantasy baseball for us that grew up and we still like me and my boy lj he'll hit me up and like and say like yo bring the game over and we'll go at it a quick nine in the game we'll just go at it right because it's strategy they have a strategy card you can hit and run you can steal man it's a great i'm telling you man if you want to teach your kids via a board game and not video games the game of baseball Strategy, hit and run, sacrifice, bunting, all of that. All-star baseball is a great tool to be able to do that. Great tool. It, it's a classic. That's why I'm, I, I collect and I go and get cards every year from the modern-day players just to have them on tap. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Great show today, Left. You know what time it is. It's time to get petty. Oh, we did a good job executing. Are you upset with something? And fire up the Petticoat Junction train. I just don't like you. You don't? No. What is today's petty historic Petty Junction?
Petty Junction, Petty Story today brought to you by Nora Whiskey, norawhiskey.com. That premium American whiskey, norawhiskey.com. Right. I'm, I'm switching gears. I'm putting left on the petty train. <laughs> Why me? I'm putting left on the petty train for the recruiting shade. It, it just became evident in the second half of the show. Like, left, you just being all time petty right now, bro. Just all time petty. I couldn't even get over it. I'm like, all right, man. But I understand now. When I get out there to LA, left, we're, we're going for new culinary experiences, okay? We got to do that. We got to try that. Yeah, I'm not meeting you at Wingstop. I'm not meeting you at. <laughs> That's so messed up. It's Wingstop yeah. is just a go to during the week. No, left. No. And I had, a, I had a burrito bowl last night, a steak burrito bowl. You don't eat Wingstop? What do you eat? Well, you got wing places. Like we don't have. Yeah, I'm wings. in Chicago, dude. I have. I told you, Wingstop is like the last resort. Yeah, that's the last resort. Okay, Wingstop is our number one here. That's sad. That's pretty sad, bro. Well, we need to put California on the wing petty train because if Wingstop is the top choice for wings in California, that has to be another spot. On Crenshaw, there has to be. Yeah, Antoine Gates said it's average, bro. He said Wingstop is average. Here's a Eric Spadell. Thank you for the super chat. Just supporting my guys. Have a good weekend, L Nation. Malik, you should start doing stand up. <laughs> so, shout out to Connecticut and Canada. Left went in today, bro. That's hey, you see how I set him up for good analysis. LL, I didn't tell him certain facts because I knew everything would go left after that. Left, have a great weekend, man. Get over to the Irish Breakdown feed for the four best segments from Lucky Lefty this week. Download, support, get over to CFB Nation. We appreciate you guys. Subscribe, YouTube, notification bell. We appreciate you guys. For left, SD2 mics have a great weekend, but most of all, you got to make sure that you continue to spin it different.